and we are live. That's live for us anyways, and you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour, and I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. You a pussy, you get popped. You a goofy, you a up. Don't you come around my way. You can't hang around my block. And I just took my account. Turns out I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. I put my hand above my hip. I bet you dip, he dip, she dip. I say, I get the money and go. This shit is hot like a stove. My pussy glitter is gold. Tell that little bitch play her role. I just a rope in a rose. I just came up in a rave. I need to fill up the tank. No, I need to fill up the safe. I need to let all these Holes, no, they none of their niggas is safe. I go to dinner and steak, only the real can relate. I used to live in the peace, now it's a crib with a gate. Rolly got charms, the life was the place. Hard to let these bitches know, just in case these hoes forgot. I just wanna check the mail, another check from Mona Scott. That little bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Hit the school. What's up, Kansas City? That's Cardi B, Cardi B in all her glory. And let's just be honest, uh, I'm going to be up front. Uh, that is a guilty pleasure, that song. In no way do, you know, because, you know, a lot of what she's saying, she's just, she's a wild, she's wild, man. But, you know, props to her. She turned negative into a positive, even though that's clearly not a positive jam. <laughs> Cardi B, man, doing her thing. And she's Latina. What's up, man? It's been a minute. Kansas City 2017 is almost, you know, we're coming on to, to closing this mug out. And I shouldn't say that because there's still quite a bit left. You know, we got October, November, December, three months, man. You know, you're kind of, you're on the fringes now of closing out your year. And I mean, I'll be honest, man. I didn't kick ass. I think we kicked more ass last year than we did this year. Still had a tremendous year. It's time to re-up that energy, everyone. Make your resolutions and get ready for the new year, man. Start looking for things to get inspired by. And recently, this podcast right here, I got a couple that I'm going to shoot out this weekend. I'm going to get these out. So rapid fire, there's going to be three new posts. One of them was us going to Decorah, Iowa for the Morning Delight release. So there's that one. It's just a conversation of us in the car. Then this one's a conversation that we had when Ed came to town, Texas Ed. And this is the one I'm about to post right now. And uh, we actually listened to that song this night, had a good time laughing, get into some different things. Right now, some stuff that I'm into, I wanted to share something because recently, you know, and I just wanted to briefly touch on this because I thought it was interesting. The Las Vegas shooting, terrible, uh, just blew my mind, but but something that caught my eye about this because, uh, and first off, I'm I'm gonna say that I'm not the um, I'm not I, I a lot of my politics lean left, but you know I'm for the Second Amendment and definitely on the side of hunters, and I also have guns myself. I thought it was interesting though. I just something to point out just. You know, the way, the how far we've gone into gun culture. And I just wanted to point out an article that's in the Washington Post. I will be sharing these articles with you and not just articles, but stuff that I find on media and seeing these different patterns that 
that I've been seeing and one in particular is this is this gun pattern right here and I just wanted to share this with you this article within the Washington Post and I'll be doing this on other podcasts right at the beginning I'm just going to share a little bit of what I found out through credible media sources and I think the Washington Post is a credible media source we can talk about that we can dispute that if you if you have different ideas about that but that is a credible news source in my opinion the article that I'm referring to is called, it's on the Washington Post, it's called The ATF Approved Goofy Little Doodad, used by Las Vegas gunman Stephen Paddock. Goofy Little Doodad is in quotes because that's what one of the agents that was firing the weapon called the bump stock. And if you don't know what a bump stock is by now, then you haven't been paying attention to a lot of what's been going on with the Vegas shooting. A bump stock allows a person to basically turn a rifle or to simulate the automatic firing of a rifle using this this contraption. Now, the only thing that I want to point out about this is the disconnect between quote-unquote professional shooters, people that are in gun culture, people that are immersed in gun culture, who look at this device as a goofy little doodad. That would be people in that approved the weapon. So these were federal agents that were testing the weapon out and ultimately approved the weapon for it to be distributed in gun shops throughout the United States. Now, what I find interesting is, is the disconnect. Now, I understand from his point of view, and I'm going to read a quote from the article right now. Now, this is a quote from the article from Rick Vasquez, former firearms official who first signed off on the recommendation that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives not regulate the bump stock. Quote, it's for those guys who want to look like a super ninja when they're out on the range. They're the people my group, my peer group, makes fun of. Vasquez, a former Marine, said Wednesday, returning from firearm instruction course he conducted in South Carolina, quote, if you want a machine gun, join the Marines. Now, and that's the end of the quote. Now, I understand that from when he says his peer group and he's talking about these guys that are Marines and they might be ex-seals, they're federal agents, they're testing out these weapons. And <clears throat> to me, it's part of the problem that we've become so nonchalant about what these weapons are, calling it a doodad, saying it's for guys who want to be ninjas. Here's the thing. What Vasquez didn't think about, he didn't think about a multimillionaire who had 30 of these bump stocks, 30 of them, on a high rise overlooking a concert venue. This goofy little doodad, this wannabe ninja, goes on to injure 500, between four and 500 people, close to 60 homicides with this. He's a 64-year-old man. He has this bump stock and he's switching out these weapons. Now, if you have one bump stock and you unload in 20 seconds all the rounds that you have, I can understand how the cockiness of an officer thinking in that situation, well, how is he going to keep reloading? How is he going to keep, how is this going to be utilized in a functional manner to carry out a mass shooting? Well, you just got a clinic on how that would be done. It would be a guy in a high-rise 
knocking out a window, having 30, close to 60, between 20 and $60,000 worth of firearms at his disposal, fitting those weapons with bump stocks, exchanging weapons, not even having to reload on a group of innocent bystanders. This is the disconnect that I'm talking about between being nonchalant, everybody looking at this as normal to have a weapon of war in a public space outfitted to inflict mass damage. And I think, you know, the the folks that are in charge sometimes look at this in a way that's probably not the best way to look at it. I'm sure he didn't envision this scenario. No one could have. That's part of the problem. If you want to explore more on America and the future of firearms, I suggest you look at Vice, Sarush Alvi's video. And it's Sarush Alvi investigates the future of firearms. Vice on HBO season five. It's available on YouTube. Watch that and see how immersed and how crazy We've become about guns and it's way beyond hunting. And now we're just selling this narrative of fear. And we're allowing weapons to creep through to the hands of folks that should not ever have them and equipping them with potentially very dangerous doodads, so to speak, that are flying under the radar. That's enough on that. Let's get into this podcast. Catch you on the flip side. No, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. We, when you're talking right into the mic and we're live, we're already going. I know. But uh, hold on. We're sitting here drinking. What were we drinking, Corey? We are drinking Red Horn More Better Tropical Mic- Milkshake Dippa 8.3%, 80 IBU, uh, filled yesterday in Austin, Texas, or yesterday. Cedar Park in Austin, Texas. Damn, and how are we able to do that? How are we able to drink something that was canned yesterday cheers texas ed texas ed is in the house texas ed in the house all the way from lawrence kansas (laughs) (laughs) that's not austin texas that's that's not cool (laughs) so it just got that got way too quiet i know because it wasn't funny Dude, it was hilarious to me. No, I wasn't. To you. Nobody it. else. <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. <laughs> all right, somebody else take the mic. Fuck this, man. Here's Sheev. No, yeah. hey, so so all right, say who's here. <laughs> we got Ed. We got Texas Ed. We have uh Tallgrass's own Grant Wayner. We have Sheev in the house. And then Grant just dropping knowledge on motherfuckers. And, and my neighbor Austin. And Austin. So if you're looking so to. Austin's in the house twice. And, and and just FYI, if you're looking to sell a house or buy a house, hit hit, Dude, hit up the com- KC Social. There's a commercial portion of the podcast. This isn't it. Bro. I know, but this is how we start, man, because he gets one sale. Coming to you from <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's true, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. Uh, we're t- we're talking to Grant, and Grant dropped some shit like uh, he's about to get into some. some well, Ed, Ed Ed was reading about the the more the more better tropical and all the stuff yeah, that it has. Dude, okay. Say what all's in there, man. Go ahead, bro. Everything's up there. It's a hate here, Corey. You can't read, old man. You're a better reader than I am. <laughs> Hazy, soft, juicy, bright, and refreshing. More better double IPA is a unique IPA inspired by the beers made by certain brewers in the Philly area. 
I don't know what those are, but I'm sure all the beer nerds out there are going are listing them off as we speak. Brewed with tons of <laughs> tons of oats, flaked wheat, lactose sugar, pureed apples, coconut, passion fruit, and pineapple. Oh, and let's not forget the copious amounts of azaka and mosaic hops. At that point, Grant breaks okay. out, it and, and I quote. I don't remember now. He's about to fuck with those cryo hops. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I mean, I think Which I'm about super to start gangster, fucking with dude. those cryo hops. I'm about to fuck with them cryo hops. Dude, that's so, awesome. And my question is, what is a cryo hop? Oh, shit, man. I don't really so how know. How do you fuck with cryo hops? <laughs> I don't really know. So it's this proprietary <laughs> hop. Consent for cryo the, the, yes. <laughs> cryo in the corner hops. Um, Yeah. Oh, what, so, no, so what is that's it? That's what I was thinking about when he was saying cryotherapy. Yes. It's like. So I'm guessing cryo hops is not the same as cryotherapy. But I think it has something to do with the freezing aspect of it, like the cold temperature shit. I mean, well, cryo, cryotherapy, cryotherapy you, you freeze. Cryo- you literally freeze Genics? your body. <laughs> yeah, so it uses <laughs> so it uses a, pro, a proprietary cryogenic separation process, which oh, preserves oh. all the components of each hop fraction. Uh, producing two simultaneous co-products, lupulin two and debittered leaf. The point is, though, that it's just like it's supposed to. Okay, when you start using way too many hops to get your New England style IPA super fucking juicy, it's going to get vegetal and it's going to get uh, astringent. Oh. You ever had that throat burning or like? Um, if anybody in the room has an allergy to um, ragweed or something, and and if, if you've had a, a New England IPA. That gives you that same ragweed burn in the back of your throat. That's because um, you're using all this 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 hop matter in the beer to get that thing juicy, and this solves that problem. That's fucking. This awesome. is double the lupulin without half, all the plant matter. Half the plant matter, exactly. Interesting, man. So the long this and is the short of it, balls deep in fucking beer. Dude. Yeah, and so that means you're making that means beer, but... Grant's making a New England style IPA. What's up with all? Well, the- I've already done two versions of it with Jeremiah. Everybody knows uh, Jeremiah Fiegel, but uh, we, yeah, we we no, done no, unicorn no farts twice, and I'm about to take it again and, and try it again. But I also want to see what happens. I make um, something I call saison brux, which is like a five percent, basically saison uh, brett like like beer. If you've had Boulevard Saison Brett, this is like half the ABV, and I really like, and it gets really pineapple-y, so I thought it'd be good if it was uh, cryo-hopped, too, see if I could get that that juice bomb thing going. Why are they always using the flaked uh, wheat? That's the mouthfeel and the haze. Okay. That's where, I mean, some of the haze comes soft. from, some of the haze comes from, from uh, the hop interaction, but yeah, that soft mouthfeel is attributed to, uh, you know, the... the um, yeah, the, the the wheat and the oats, and then uh, your water chemistry also plays yeah, a lot in it. I was seeing that that article that Feigl put out there about the uh, he's all about water, water. content, and there yeah. was uh, magnesium or something. The magnesium. It's basically level. you want your chlorides and your sulfates to be pretty like one to one. I think is what everybody's kind of landing on. So the water aspect of it is giving. Uh, he believes, or do you believe it too? That that's what's giving. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because we we tried uh, Jeremiah and I tried. Um, I think we tried two to one uh, chloride sulfate, and then we did one to one, and it was much better. So, does it have anything to do with like when you're you're drinking, uh, like you, you get like soft water versus mineral water, or is that like just totally off base? Like, so like you know, if, I never really thought about the water it like with like a like you, if you get Aquafina, they use a, a salt filter. It comes mm-hmm. out softer. You get that softer mm-hmm. water. You get a mineral water. It's a little bit harder. It even has that more of a bitter taste to it. 
I was wondering, does it make a fucking difference yeah. if you brewed a beer with that? Yes, water absolutely, that? man. So there's there's water profiles where that will showcase the bitterness of a hop, whereas this water profile is going to show off like the juiciness, the fruitiness. Wow, man, that's yeah. some crazy shit. Isn't this crazy? Everyone's like, how can we make beer better? Let's just freeze some shit. Was it? Well, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't uh, determine if that's what they're. All doing. it says is cryogenic separation which, process. Yeah, which makes sense. Oh, okay. So what they're probably doing is they're probably freezing the plant and lets them separate the lupulin from it without like damaging. Yeah. The, so so yeah. So basically, they're they're, they're giving you lupulin. That like I knew what the fuck. Well, I was they're giving about. you they're giving you lupulin powder and then they're giving you debittered debittered leaf. Debittered so, leaf. So, so those are the two that. byproducts of the of that cryogenic step. All right. Debittered. Bittered. So it's strange to me. So like, I, I understand that people like. These, I mean, because they, this is, these are fantastic. They're really good, man. But um, it's like one of the things that people really liked about IPAs in the initially was that they were so damn bitter. I, there was the bitterness was a big part of it. I mean, it, the IBUs was like how we determine whether or not an IPA was going to be great. So now the push is to have all these tropical fruit flavors, the soft mouth feel, everything that an IPA will give you without you, that bitterness. Did you guys tell them how much alcohol? 8.3, I believe I said it. So, I mean, what do you what do you think about that? Like, so if all of a sudden you're an IPA dude and then you you become anti-IPA, which a lot of these of people that like the hazier IPAs are now anti. I mean, because I like both. You know, I, I could do both. And you probably are on the both sides. Yeah, I do. I drink everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but what do you think but about no, it? No, yeah, I've got thoughts weird... on that. And, and, uh, and, and what I think it is is that we, um, as Americans, will – We'll glom onto like something, and then we'll just take it all the way to the beat edge of the, the world. Fuck out of yeah, it. beat the horse to death as we're doing right now. Kind, kind of like taking our shoes off at the airport because one idiot tried to blow up a plane, so now everybody has to take their shoe off and we can't drink water like that. That's a whole different fucking subject, but yeah, I get maybe something like that. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I mean, he ran across the room to make that point. Like. Field trip for this podcast. We should go to Oktoberfest in Germany. Fuck yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, tomorrow, book the flights. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, 2018. I take it back. 2018. Austin's real estate company financing it. Says <laughs> says the twenty says the twenty seven year old that isn't married and lives with his parents. <laughs> hey man, I got money. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that can afford it. Yeah, the rest of us have way <laughs> too many kids. Rest of us have bills. No, babe. No, no, no. You see, we're gonna, I'm going to go to Germany with my friends and have fun without you to drink beer <laughs> for a week. That's cool, right? All you got to do is go down to New Braunfels and go to Worstfest. There Same you go. Thing. Same thing, yeah. Worstfest, yeah. Worst Done. <laughs> so, you know, and I hadn't had a chance to ask you. I wanted to ask you because – oh, no, good. You got no, something no, no, to hold do. On. Ask no, me no, because – and this is what how good of a friend I am is that Corey, as, for folks that are listening to – they may or may not know, or they should already know by now that you're from you're from Puerto Rico. Right? Yes, I am. Okay, and I hadn't asked you, but you know, how is all the friends and family there? Is it is it um, affecting you personally? Like not just the emotional part, but do you have friends and family there? I have family. They're they're all safe, but I, I just think that it seems like not enough is being done, or it's not being done. In, uh, it's not being done right. Whatever is being done, it's not being done right because there's there's starting to be shortages of water, food. There's a curfew. What? There's no gas, and you know. And what, so, based. What are the 
And she last, just asked last when week. the hurricane hit. Last week. When you want to grab this ass him, he can hand it to you. Yeah, here, here. So the hurricane hit last week, and then there's still currently no power on the whole island, right? For the bulk of the island, there's almost no electricity. There's uh, a couple of spot, uh, spots here and there, but most of the hospitals don't have electricity. You have um, basically kids at the largest children's hospital in the Caribbean that – their uh, ventilators can't run because they can't get gas. They can't get diesel. And, you know, you have people – there's a curfew, so basically at the crack of dawn, people start lining up at gas stations to get gas to be able to run their ge- – those people that have generators. So Well, in – That's a whole uh, – the kneeling yeah. thing is, 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 is a whole other issue that we could spend a lot of time on. But, Which we probably won't. But we can. <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd love to talk about it if, nah, if we want. I, I wouldn't. No, and I'm just personal theory. It's all distraction to make us distracted from the real issues that are happening. Just well, that's just me. You know, and, you know, and, and Grant and I. And I'm surprised. I, and I'm surprised that we haven't caught on to it by now. So you know, I would I would totally disagree with that because I think that. As at that level, there are many things going on at the same time. Then it's up to the media to actually determine what is a priority and what's not. And the media has to- chosen the NFL as an option that this is important to everybody. Well, but this is but that's not true. But we live in a country that has a president, and when when the president says something and puts a spotlight on something, we just can't say, "Well, he's a fucking idiot. Let's ignore him." That just which some no, people have. No, hey, well, but before we get off on that, I just yeah. I just want to mention though that that Grant that Grant and and I, uh, you know, recently we had our power outage. You know, we're yeah. we're out for and I was when out you, five days, man. So see, so the way he said that five days. Right, how about how many days is it now in Puerto Rico? It's been a week, and there's okay. been past hurricanes that have hit that haven't been as bad, and there have been a large part of the population. That's been out for a month. Okay, so then you, you compound it. Just losing the power, you compound it uh, with the, um, you know, because I, I remember I didn't really mind it so much as I felt really bad for my kids. I felt bad. My mother was visiting. You, This is happening to millions. I mean, uh, millions of people are being affected by this shit. So, you know, when that little perspective, I think it changed my, my thinking on it a little bit. Like when, you, when you're watching, you're like, oh, my God, you know, like the amount of uh, – of hardship that is for so many people you know like when you're a young dude you, you know it doesn't but when you go through that like i went and bought a generator i went but like, yeah just dude. from that small experience that i had i was like I'm, i don't want to go through this again i want to have options you know what i mean and i don't a lot of the people that they, they keep talking about the generator generators need diesel and all that there's a lot of people that don't even have that option obviously if we didn't have that here they probably don't have it there and um Puerto Rico's power grid's kind of infamous for power outages in general, right? And so they're projecting six months to a year, possibly, that people aren't going to have power. It's a sad, sad situation. I, the one thing I will say is that I didn't feel the urgency from the media and, and folks uh, it, like we did when it was Houston or Florida, considering that it was, you know, they're Americans as well. It's a, it's, it really reflects badly, I think, on the country in general when we can't take care of whatever Puerto Rico is the United States. It's part of the United States. They're American citizens. If we can't, very reminiscent to what happened in, in uh, Louisiana, shit like that. You know, the whole hurry, if, like the amount of time that it took and the feelings that people had in general were like, 
a lot of solidarity right around Houston right away, you know. And maybe it's, yeah. it's easier. The president makes the point that, you know, logistically it's difficult to get shit over there. But, man, just feel really bad for, for the people over there right now, man. Well, even in Florida, when Florida had their – I have a lot of customers and a lot of friends that live up and down the coast of Florida. They were out for two, two weeks at a time having to struggle through that as well. They had the fortune of being on mainland, so they got quicker access. Same thing with Houston. And even in Houston, being part of Texas, which is the biggest power grid, I mean, we loan power out to everybody else, right? That's what Texas does. And by doing so, they're there. So it was always something that was, you know, readily available. Whereas in Puerto Rico, I think you're right. You hit it on point. You know, they're, they're isolated. They don't have quick access to the same tools and the same things. They're only doing how many flights were they saying they were doing, Corey? I think it's like 10 flights a day. Or so. And uh, so you, you have, so you said all your family and stuff is safe. They're they're all safe. They just don't have, they don't have power. They don't have water. I was going to ask you, uh, how did you, if you talked to your mom about it, and how does she feel about it? My mom's devastated. You know, she, you know, her friends are there. You know, she's got her sisters there. She's got nephews there. So it's it's difficult for her. And you know, she, she's like. She wants to go help, and it's like, you can't help. You can't, you know, unfortunately, you're not in a position to go down there and help. There's not anything she can, you know, she feels a little bit helpless here. You know, and my parents watch an inordinate amount of news from Puerto Rico because they have the, the the Latino package on ATCUverse, so they get the... We're doing commercials, we're getting paid us. Well, this is how it starts, because someone goes, you know, I listen to Can't See Social. I, I know. I'm joking, too. You don't have a microphone. Uh, so how far um, out of Puerto Rico are your parents right now? Like how long have they been where they're not living there? My parents moved here in June. So, God, so I mean, what? how do they feel? Do they feel like they dodged this bullet? Yes, my dad is. Oh, my, dad, my, I don't, my dad would have lost his mind if he would have been down there. This is where you'd be like, um, I saved your life, bro. No. Pretty much. <laughs> Just look deep into his eyes. They're like, hey, remember? Remember that whole son situation? Look what it did for you, man. Remember how I forced you to move? <laughs> you know how miserable it would have been for me to go to the game tomorrow night? Having Corey have to deal with his family being on Puerto Rico? That w- that's the way I looked at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad we put things into perspective. <laughs> Deep thoughts from Ed. <laughs> so what does that taste like, man? Super, really sour. I don't, I don't I can't pinpoint what the flavor is. Like. You said it at first. Like lime? Yeah. Super limey. What is it? Yeah, lemony, limey. It's my homebrew. It's my homebrew. It's a uh, yeah. It's a oh, sprite inspired Berliner Weiss. So a lemon and lime. Tastes like awesome sprite. So like, like like way more fruity than sprite. So sprite's just like a, a so now now of sugar. Which one my kids love? Now now I'm gonna break out the whale for Grant. So hold on while I go get it. Oh, oh, Corey's shit. about to expose himself. Everybody get ready. <laughs> that, everybody zip. always thinks he's going to bust out a beer, and then he just everybody whoops out his dick, his dude. Dick. No. <laughs> but you know, you know what's struck me? I'm going to whip out the whale. Oh, look at that. Oh, Grant just oh. took a peek at it. We're not, we haven't seen it yet. They're having a moment. Can I say, can I say Grant, what you is? have the mic with you, bro. No. <laughs> Look at that. It's uh. Out of your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hold on, let me go get the whale. So this is Jester King uh, Montmorency versus Balatone. 
And so it's like uh, it's it's two different types of tart cherries. Um, I've had this once before. It was at that time that I considered the best beer I'd ever had. You know what, what we need to do is we need to put Corey and I's face over that. Like since it's already basically yeah the podcast logo because you do the podcast logo. Yeah, How fun that's is that? that's. What, <laughs> yeah we should do that and make that our new logo just kind of somebody that knows photoshop get the jester king uh balaton yeah versus balaton montmorency balaton and just yeah Corey always says shit like that because she she dude you have to pay attention she's on his phone while we're trying to podcast he's a millennial bro i know but don't you know about um no, photoshop and shit you don't know anything do you yeah, yeah what about are you any good at it Corey, Corey to, wants to superimpose. Are you trying to like ride a T Rex or something, man? Do you want me to super superimpose? Oh. See, that's the podcast. Yeah, I can do that. That's the podcast logo, basically. I mean, your faces are <laughs> kind of fucked up, but maybe. Take a picture of yourself facing Ah, we'll just keep the fucking logo we have. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I think it is great. No, I think it's really cool, guys. Yeah, I think you should do it. Jester King. I'll make sure your I'll make sure your shirts are off too. Everyone wants to see that. That beer is fucking excellent, by the way. Not Grant, you killed it with this shit right here, bro. What is the ABV on that, man? Nice. This is summer summer drinking at its finest. Yeah, it's yeah, ninety nine percent. Yeah, man, it's totally half. You guys like the way I just steered the ship away from the whole political action, huh? Yeah. Wow, dude. Man, I think you should be on Fox. (laughs) No. (laughs) I think you should should run for president. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Man, you could just smell that right away, dude, when it comes off of there. And I think I, I... uh, yeah, it smells like a whale. So I will say, Ruben, um, about having that power outage, it makes you realize how fragile this whole first world situation is that we have. You know, because, dude, without power here in Kansas City for two, three, four weeks, I mean, what would what would that look like for us? I mean, there's no chief. There's no us sitting around podcasts and talking about chiefs. There's no me homebrewing fucking Sprite flavored Berliner Weisses. Like that's, like that's out. Just last week, my my electricity flickered off in uh, Round Rock, Texas, <laughs> and I had to reset my damn fucking microwave oven. Sons clock. of bitches! Damn it! How dare they? No, but uh, well, I mean, this is I mean, people losing power here. Yeah, it's it's you know it's time and true depending upon the weather or certain circumstances. But you know it's. You go to remote parts of, like, Africa or Asia, and these guys lose power all the time because they have something called load sharing where you don't have enough power to give Corey the grid <laughs> to his <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I do load sharing with Corey all the time. It's fine. Chief is trying to have make a point, and that's what you go to. That's when people lose interest. But, but, the, re- but, the, but the reality is, is – uh, Puerto Rico has so many issues when it comes to power, and it's not. And this has just almost cleared the decks and made the situation like so much worse. Because Puerto Rico, had, people lost power. It was normal for you know 
I don't know that my parents would ever go a month without losing power at least once or twice, and there'd be times that they. No, no, they'd go a month with. Oh, the, the, I've lived. I've lived in Kansas. I've lived in this house for. How long? When did I move here? Four, almost four years, and I think we lost power for a total of three hours one time. And in Puerto Rico, that's like you know, my parents will be times three. Sometimes they lose power three or four days, and and that's there's an issue. You know, we we need to understand. Um, the issue with Puerto Rico has a lot to do with the fact that we're a commonwealth and we're U.S. citizens, but we really don't get the treatment, and there's not uh, the attention to kind of fixing the infrastructure that Puerto Rico has needed for the longest time. And and, and I think everyone wants to say, hey, we need to do infrastructure. Puerto Rico's got all these economic problems. If people really wanted to do it, there's plenty of money to be made. You can yeah. get I, people I down yeah. there. There's people to work. There's a lot of work to be done. And, you know, if people want to spend money, you can get businesses there, put people to work, and, and revive the economy. And, and, and if you want to do a big, complete, like, almost like a – I mean, this is nation building. Yeah, basically New Deal where they go in and rebuild the grid, rebuild the power grid. There's plenty of money for businesses to make. There's plenty of money for people to get employed and to help Puerto Rico get out of out of debt. Exactly. But you got to say that into the microphone, Austin, because they can't hear you. Because if this happens again and the, the grid is better, it won't it won't be as catastrophic. Exactly. Yeah. And you make an excellent point. But, you know, even. Uh, the older I get, the more I look like my fucking power lines around. Like before I get on the high horse of Kansas City's technological advancements and shit is like we're pretty fucking our infrastructure sucks balls, too. You know, what I mean, like it took a tree to knock down the power of fucking the whole neighborhood for like, you know, and so like it, it always kind of boggles my mind. You know, when you look at the power lines, like how how fucking old and shit that looks like. Like, uh, it's like, uh, we're buried, right? You, you feel so high tech, but literally I have a wire connecting me to his house it's, and they're all in view. That's not, that's like some, sh- whenever there's some, uh, a solution that I could think of when I'm like, yeah, we'll just run a wire from this fucker's house to that dude's house. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how groundbreaking our fucking technological grid is at that point. You know what I mean? We just had. Uh, Google Fiber, they had a fucking tremendous effort to try to give us, uh, you know, Google Fiber. It took them a year to get to our neighborhood, and their their shit is all uh, the fiber optic cable is was a was a huge deal. It, it took a tremendous amount of work, and, and for the most part, they've given up on a lot of neighborhoods. They're like, fuck it, this costs too much damn money. So, I mean, yeah, infrastructure in general in the United States. The, one, the older I get, the more. This shit looks like the Wild West when I was a kid. I was like, oh, my God, we got these paved roads. We got these highways. They look pretty good. Then you look at what other countries are doing and some of their infrastructure, and then you go like, fuck, man. We're, we're the richest countries in the world, and we have some messed up shit. You know what I mean? So, not not to, to the extent of Puerto Rico, but that kind of highlights the problem that we have this these people that are essentially Americans, and we look like a bunch of jackasses not able to solve the problem. Four thirty-five to our house, Corey, is like a two-mile exit ramp of concrete just floating above the ground. Like, you don't get that north of four thirty-five. You have buried power lines south four thirty-five. All of South Johnson County is a ton of money. Wealth is king when you get down to these parts of the, and if the, the fucking, metro area. So the fucking Europeans can. Uh, the fucking I mean, Europeans. 
Yeah. In in in, in, in um in Holland, if they are basically Amsterdam sits below sea level, and they have been able to devise a system to prevent it from flooding all the time. Are you telling me that the fourth largest city in the United States, Houston, is the fourth? Or third. Third. It's third. So fourth. let's call it fourth, just to be generous. Fourth, yes. That that we can't come up with a solution to all the horrible flood. Yeah, Houston. All that oil money. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if we wanted. But that that we know how to fix it. This isn't like a problem that doesn't have an answer. Oh, just, just there's a there's a lot there's a lot more components when it comes to urban planning, and it's a lot of political aspects that come with that. So yeah, I mean, it's Houston important. can be flooded six more times, and yet it could still be the same Houston in terms of the layout. Well, and I think essentially the problem is though, really, do is that that you like, in, in particular, and, and Ed and I have had long discussions about this too, is that the amount of money that is in Houston. Uh, they, there's a just it, it just in Texas in general. There's just like a, a belief in in um, in private uh, money, private owner versus public spaces, public money. They uh, so I mean I think Houston kind of shows like the problem with having so much money within you know uh, the economic portion of it, but not spending the money on the public infrastructure so much I, they just i mean it's a it's a it's a very apparent problem when you have a, a a place that generates that much fucking money and they have a problem that so where so where's so the money going then well for, first of all clarify everything on houston houston does have the infrastructure and everything set up so that the floods don't happen the problem is you had a a, a tropical a hurricane that landed and stopped and it didn't move for days and it dropped 56 inches. Now, that's that, that would be like six feet, eight feet of snow here, where everything just kind of stops. But and this that is water the- had no place to go because Houston is built on cement. That, that's all it is from everywhere all around. But this so is the, the third time in, in, in Houston. This, this is the second in Houston. Houston Brian's car, Brian's car got destroyed in the flood ten years ago. So in the last ten years, Houston's had three hundred-year floods. So there's an issue there that needs to be addressed because if you're getting hundred-year flood happening every three years, then we need to but look to see what the issue. Well, it wasn't to what it was this time. No, no, this time was especially bad. But back to what do you think of the beer, Grant? <laughs> oh man so nice. it's it's really acidic no, it's been, sour as fuck and uh it's got some some bread aromatics to it which i like some complexity there and then it's just this the cherry thing is um <laughs> i like that my dad used to call them moon pies like the, the break open yeah yeah cherry mash yeah that smell mm. yeah that's really 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 good you guys thanks that's funny. Yeah, man. Oh, 849. I, I pay attention to that shit now all the time. Now that you have one. Yeah. yeah. I should have bought this one. I should have bought that one. The small, the, I forgot what the fuck they're called, but the, the smaller. The quiet ones. ones. Yeah, the super quiet ones. Yeah. Like fucking hot ass ah, 6.1 ABV on this uh, Montmorency versus Bellatom. 
Did you? Is this a tap room only bottle release? Thanks for bringing it. No, no. I mean, sours can go. You know, you'll see. Like, uh, I think Lawfully from New Belgium is seven point four. Does he list here? Brian Jones? Yeah. Yeah, he's on Beer Tasting KC, right? I think, is he? That I guy? don't think so. No. He does, There's a Jones. Friend. There's some, something it's a different, Jones. Uh, this is my friend that lives a mile from. Uh, I've seen him do that once. <laughs> no, this is. Um, he's, he's my friend that lives a mile from. So whenever there's a bottle release, I, I tag him. And then That's he sends awesome, me a man. bill. So. That's great. Well, thanks for thanks for paying. <laughs> <laughs> when did Kevin Costner join the Royals? Look at this guy. Look at that hair. That's Kenny fucking Powers. You watch Vice Principals speaking? I have not seen Vice. I saw like a couple episodes and it didn't draw me in. I fucking love that. My wife and I watch that show and laugh. No, she, you don't watch it, so you can't fucking say I shit. Love that show. I did watch Ozark, so I think that one. I watched. Yeah, yeah. I've I've only seen three episodes, so no spoilers. No spoilers. That's dope. No spoilers. Ah, uh, that does sound pretty interesting. I would get into some Unabomber shit. Not myself personally. Just. <laughs> I can't even fucking brew a beer. All you need is a hoodie. Nah, dude, you're here. Now, dude, your hair. Hey, uh, your hair's distracting me. We're watching the Royals. Uh, Mauer's yeah. pitching in the top of the ninth. My wife hates Mauer, and it's not because he's got bad hair and a bad mustache. She just hates him because he sucks. Who says it's bad? Like bad, like in the bad meaning good. Uh, he's about to take a blowtorch to it and then like ferment something from it. <laughs> Grant. I wish Grant would have brought his his gear. Grant. His gear. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that's kidding. That's the way to describe it. What? Yeah. From where? Sure. Hell yeah. For sure, man. It's a party uh, in the USA, right? All right. Who's got a subject? Who wants to talk about something? Because I think, what do you want? Who who got something? Something juicy. Well, we're going to drink more beer, so why don't Corey's we loaf. <laughs> don't give the mic to Sheev. I'm afraid to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little obsessive. It makes me uncomfortable. I, uh, and I hey, breathe down your neck. Hey, I just want to ask everyone in the room who here has seen Game of Thrones. Oh, every. Oh, Corey. There's. there's <laughs> I will say that we have a t shirt, though. Like, if we do. And. Yeah, the Hall of Glasses t shirt. How, how come you don't, Corey? What is wrong with you, man? Here's my question all these hurricanes and everything. Nobody talks about the earthquakes in Mexico City. Well, right now, there's just a lot of uh, not giving a fuck in general about anything outside of the contiguous United States right now. I mean, even Puerto Rico could fucking take a hike at this point, it seems yeah. like. Everybody's so focused on our own shit right now that it's hard to even think globally right now. Hey, man, do you think Is it because we're, we're getting so interested about the f- – like, all right, I'm going to send a touch on it briefly. 
That shit with the kneeling is stupid as fuck. If Nobody you cares. attention to that, you're retarded. And I even use the word retarded. That and, shit is so dumb. And just for the you're record. paying attention to that shit is stupid as fuck. And just for the record, on the first week of NFL, there were four people that knelt. So let's not make this. And who a, gives two shits who one can't? way or another? There's, it got an earthquake. We got a fucking hurricanes. We got North Korea. We got. But, we got cats and dogs living together, as Ed said. Fucking buying generators. It's literally the White House using a way to distract us from the real issues that are happening right now. You know, I wish it was that sophisticated. I just think it's dumbass shit. I, I just think that he he literally gets in that rally and he channels Vince McMahon in a way. I mean, I'm not he, even kidding. It's it, not even a joke. Like when when he was talking about how I, he would brilliant. fire them and he got so excited, he's like, "I'll I fire them all." You're fine. And he gets, like, super excited and just, just the oh, way and, that and, he and, no, and, how about, and how about he excites millions of others? So you can't even dismiss it because I dismissed it. When he said it, I didn't even think it was a big deal. Ru- Yo, Ruben, Ruben, I, Ruben, I got to admit, man, like, those, those articles you sent me last week regarding the whole Russia shit, okay, now I fucking believe <laughs> that thing. <laughs> All right. I just want to say beforehand – uh, Ruben, Ruben sent me an article. It was from like the New York Times or some shit like that, and it wasn't necessarily saying that Russia hacked our elections, but they definitely contributed to the social media, Facebook, like bots, like affecting, like just promoting some stupid shit. Well, it just just in general, that's going to become a bigger deal. But to tell you the truth, I mean, to flip it on the coin, you, not, not I'm sure that. the United States has done the same exact shit in Russia. Okay, but we're the good guys. Okay, I'll I'll just preface by saying that. I know, like here here's the way I would say that. Okay, look at North Korea. Look at South Korea. We took South Korea, Samsung, LG. Russia took North Korea. Where the fuck are they? And where the fuck is South Korea? They gave, they gave we're North the Korea good news. guys. They're the fucking bad guys. So that whole like, oh, they do it. So we no, but you no, but we you don't do think it. There's good people in Russia. We're the fucking light. The no, I'm States talking about. Light. I'm talking about. It was China. It was. It wasn't China. I know. Right now it is, but at the time it was separated between the Soviet Union and and and, and, Wait, and the United don't, States. You don't think there's good people in Russia, like good citizens yeah, in that, Russia? That's 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 not people my, my age. Point. That's, yeah, that's You're talking about the government. Point. Yeah, they're dictator oh, okay. <laughs> who fucking assassinates people in public in front of the Kremlin. I just want anyone. Who I wanted to point that out for the for the people listening. Yeah, That's no, the only well, thing. All right, we're not we're not talking about Russia as a country in whole. Just probably they're crazy ass people in some parts of their government. Okay. Yeah, there there's not there's not uh, even you know as as messed up as people think that our current situation may be, and some people don't think there's there's a lot of people that don't think we don't have what they have. They have a dictator over there who. Uh, assassinates his his rivals in public, and it's well known. It's not even a secret. The former KGB uh, agent, he has a hard on for fucking destroying our country. And and anyone who disputes that is not looking at at the facts. This guy's an enemy of our country, and he's an asshole. So there's no there's no uh, you can't draw a line between what we have here and what they have over there. They're clearly the bad guys, and I think we're the fucking good guys. That's just. The way I see it, I, I I don't I don't see it any other way. And this drawing a parallel like, oh, we've done bad shit too, and you know, yeah, okay, but look at our track record, look at our democracy, look what the fuck we have, and look what it is over there where you can't even speak against the guy. We're getting, I mean, in some parts where that might be the case, but it's not like you're not going to be killed in front of the White House for speaking out against the president. This guy assassinated a reporter right in front of the. 
the Kremlin. But yeah, gosh dang, I got a little bit of off on that one too. But yeah. Dude, hey, there's news, not there's not a, a comparison. In other news, the Chiefs are three and zero. Oh. They're they're about to be three and one after Monday. That's no. all I know. Come on, man! Monday night at home. Well, Corey's a, a Redskins fan. Ruben, can I borrow like some Kansas City gear to wear Monday night? I need to wear T-shirt, hats, everything. Are you gonna still be? Here? I'll be here, dude. Oh, dude, that is awesome, man! What are we gonna do, dude? Do we want to go to the game? I would. I would love to go. Oh, to the game. Monday night. Yeah. Why, go, why don't you Ruben. want to go to their game? Because I'm going to Dallas on Friday for the weekend. Yeah. What are you What are you doing over there? Texas OU. Oh, okay, cool. I got something for you to be jealous of. <laughs> Texas plays uh, West Virginia in Morgantown, West Virginia, uh, November November the 18th. Give him the mic. Give the man uh, the wait, mic. Wait, hey, on November the 18th. Describe Morgantown. That Thursday night. That Thursday night. On the banks of the Monongahela. That Thursday night. <laughs> The Pittsburgh Steelers are playing the Titans at home. Yep. Um, and I'm probably going to take my brother. Right now, yeah. I'm really balls deep in the Chiefs, though. I'm a huge Chiefs fan. Good, you were saying. No I was going to say I used to live in Morgantown. Oh, One of the greatest college towns in all the world. Explain why. Oh gosh, where could you start? I mean, it's got the monorail system. They invented the tram, that like the above ground tram, like that shuttles kids. Between classes, which because is freaking awesome. Because it fucking snows ridiculous there all the time. And you're in the so mountains. need to have that. Uh, Wasn't the tram invented in Switzerland Maybe. Um, <laughs> Disney World invented it. Well, it was maybe invented in Switzerland, but perfected in Morgantown, West Virginia. And the stadium's pretty sweet, too. I've driven through West Virginia. Mm. Hashtag mm-hmm. sad. Hashtag you were in the Hashtag south. Bailing United you were States. in the southern part of West Virginia then. Mm, I yes. drove through. I drove through Huntington. That's I south. Drove all, I drove through Morgantown. Is in south. It's north. I drove through what West Virginia is like a whole. It's like fifteen twenty years behind. Okay, so where are you from? I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> How many? Years we got behind? cities though. We got cities like a motherfucker. <laughs> Not right now. Not right. Well, no, Too we have early. cities. We just don't have electricity. <laughs> It's a difference. Just don't have electricity. I, I felt that was a bit too dude. soon. Right, and, and I All felt right. it as I said, and I still couldn't stop myself. All right. So there's that. So we're going to uh, we're gonna let Austin pick the next beer. So, Austin is your pick. Hold on. I need to do, like, little songs for each guy. Dude, That's how so, buzzed I am. Uh, so like, everybody needs their own intro song. Sorry, I'm all tangled up on so you. Go ahead, I just bro. got handed the mic, and I'm going to brag really quick. I'm going to uh, GABF. Oh, shit. Uh, really excited about that, man. You repping Tallgrass? Great American Beer Festival. It's in downtown Denver, and it's huge. It's a big fucking four days worth of festival. It's a huge. Oh, look at that. Green Flash. Weed Baroque. smoking. Belgique. Beer drinking. Belgian style pale ale with Britannomyces. <laughs> High elevation. 32 IBUs. <laughs> that looks good. That's a uh, green flash seller. seller. So, last week from, uh, when I was in California for USC. Nice, man. I sent the green flash. I sent six Ed, beers from California straight over here. Ed since I knew it was going to be it, here. Man. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Before. I sent it before. Dude, I got so hot from my rant, I started sweating and shit. 
fucking sheep, you man. You did get hot over there, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm like burning up now. Yes. We should huddle for warmth. Oh, Corey, can I keep this bottle? That makes no nice, sense. Thanks. But we should huddle anyways. You, you can keep no, the label. No, I just guess. want the glass. <laughs> hey. Yeah, let's, so, get the, let's get the label so Sheep can actually use it. Oh, you do like label stuff? Yeah, just take a picture no, 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 of it. No. Oh, no. Nah, send him home with well, it. So he can, no, 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 yeah. I don't want the bottle. Uh, Keister it. This is, sorry, what am I talking about? Why do you keep saying I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he said it, and then I jumped on it. I just fucking, yeah, I'm oh easily influenced. The, All right, uh, yeah, open that cellar three. So, so do you have a plan? Do you have a gap plan? Yeah, and, so, and tell so, me okay, what that so, entails. So I don't think anybody calls it gab uh, like you just did. And well, I do, damn it. <laughs> what do you call it? What do you call uh, it? Just GADF. Whoa, wow. Oh, that's oh, pretendomyces. Oh, oh. I didn't even touch it. Okay, that was uh, uh, Sheev got really heated and just shot Ed. Awesome, dude. All that Russia talk had him fucking riled up. Oh, wow. And he just shot him. I've not seen a beard and get that wild. Corey's trying to wow. soak up the blood with a glass. Off and it popped. I mean, shot the, the cork <laughs> through the... Sheev, that was fucking uncalled for. That was uncalled for. Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! It isn't pretend of my season unless it does that. Oh my god, dude! I lo- that's why we so love the bread. That's yeah. why we love the bread. Can, can you bend down and get, pick up the cork? Yes. <laughs> was this glass empty before? How dare! What was it? Was this somebody's like chew spit cup? Pretend of my season the house. Yeah, so I, I had earlier. So you guys, I heard so about this. So this is the green. This is a three cellar three green flash, Baroque. Bel- how would you say that, Corey? Baroque Belgique. Belgian style pale L with Bretomyces. This is a seven point eight with thirty two IBU. Hence, you had that fucking epic cork pop that sounded like a gunshot. Fermented with. Ba- Bastone yeast, bottle condition, four to six weeks with Bretomyces, Bruxellensis culture, Bruxellensis, Bruxellensis culture, continuously evolves in the bottle, and that's what happened right I'll, now. I'll say, is it evolved and popped? <laughs> Dude, like, fucking with those like cryo hops, bitch. That shit is bananas. Highly carbonated. Please open, pour as you would a champagne bottle. That's why you should always read the bottle. It says it pops like champagne. No, I love it. He just undid the the, the little so, um, cork holder, and that shit went nuts. That's fucking awesome. I love bread like that, man. That's fucking dope, dude. So what do we, what do we do to pour at this point when it's doing shit like that, Grant? Uh, you just got us. Okay, so, so what we got is is a uh, bottle climb. We've got um, foam just slowly yeah, climbing just and climbing it, and like climbing the out the top of the bottle. And all you can do is just pour pour another glass and pour another glass and pour another glass until it's done. Once you get about halfway through the bottle, it'll quit climbing out the top. So you were saying so your gap plans? Now I'm going to change uh, this no, whole shit. I'm going to talk about this beer. Everyone's going to say gap. So there was a um, oh, 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 drink it, drink it, drink it. Corey, why are you just trying to make messes now, bro? There was a... Uh, You're going to get this shit all over my Zoom, bro. A, You're going to owe me 300 bucks. Beer. 
God, when they when they were new to to Kansas, yeah, well. what was the Belgian? What was the the Brett beer that they used to have? It wasn't Lafrique, was it? Who? Uh, Green Flash. Oh, they had a beer called Lafrique. What was the other one that I'm thinking of? That oh, man. So this Lefrique is like the reincarnation of that beer. So Pat, I'll tell you this. I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about Green Flash, man. Okay, well, I'll be looking at it. So, Kathy, my my beer girl at Whole Foods at the Domain in uh, Round Rock in Austin, Texas, put me on to – yeah, she's awesome. She she put me on to Three Cellar or to Cellar Three and, you know, by Green Flash, and it's a series that they do. I went to the brewery last week, and I saw these, and I'm like, these are the three I hadn't had. I wanted to get them, so that's what I sent. That's fucking dope, dude. It's a great beer, man. I love this. Um, was it in this one? You know, that's fun. That's a fun. Uh, I love it. Uh, that's why I like Saison uh, Bread and Small Ball is like the way they pop like champagne. And, and you know, it's, it's just like a fun beer, man. Yeah, and it's got a lot of like, uh, yeah, it's ultra carbonated. It's, so what is that? That's just a Brett going to town and yeah, just so, gassing so that shit up? Is, is, is Brett um, has the ability to ferment sugars, long-chain carbohydrates that regular Saccharomyces brewers use can't. And so it's going to take the gravity of a beer way, way, way down to, you know, sometimes zero and below. And so um, – that's why you. That's you know. That's that's why this this bottle got overcarbonated. Was so like, like is that the bread just eating the sugars and gassing it, out? It just like yeah. Some wicked it, and, and here's farts? the other here's the other thing is it takes for fucking ever for those sugars to get eaten. So a brewer may think this beer is stable. It's at terminal gravity. It's good to to bottle. And then if the temperature changes or something, you know what I mean. Those Brett get woken up and then they'll eat some sugars. They get they woke. Can, they get woke. And uh, hashtag. Hashtag the, <laughs> they're at terminal gravity. They're strictly woke, getting mm-hmm. fucked up off them cryo hops, so bitch. They wake up and Damn, then they start chomping on. Sound like I knew what I was talking about. Except I said gaps at the end. Fucked it all up. <laughs> Gap, bitch. It doesn't have a, a born on date. Man, that's good. awesome. This is really good, you guys. Um, it tastes horse blankety and also pineapple, and that's all from the Brett. And it's still just bubbling off the top. <laughs> We've poured a bunch of glasses. It's still just bubbling out the top right there. So what do you think, Sheev? You like that oh, one? Yeah, okay. No, go. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, what were you going to say, though? You were about to smelling. say something, Grant. Tasting. Cut you off. Mm-hmm. We're about 10 minutes out, and then we could stop this madness. This is great radio. Just enjoy ourselves. <laughs> a, what is it? It's a Brett beer. Bro, we just talked for 15 minutes with the yeah, fuck it was. Okay. You read the whole all damn right, bottle. All right. All right. So, so you asked Did you me get twice, high? Ruben. Ruben, you asked me twice what my GABF schedule yes. was. Yes. So Let me I'm know that. leaving uh, super early Wednesday morning. I'm driving out so that I can smuggle some bottles and stuff back. And uh, getting there at like 2 p.m. Is that code for weed? What? Smuggling <laughs> bottles back. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> Sorry, man. Change the subject. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, Pineapple we're going to um, uh, shortlist is uh, we've got a tour set, scheduled at, uh, at Odell. We're going to be going to New Fuck, Belgium. dude, you're going with we're Matt. We're going to Weldworks. We're going to um, Black Project. We're going to True. We're going to go to Bear. We're going to do um, the Falling Rock Tap Room. Um, Are you going with Matt Shaded? Matt Shaded, I, I, will, I, I will see him out there. 
Yeah. Is that part Odell of that Odell, Odell tour? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. Fuckers, man. So <laughs> kids have all kinds of fun, you bastards. Uh, what else, man? What am I going to be There's, doing? I'm going to be uh, sitting there on my ass <laughs> editing this podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Finish, man. I think that's about everything. We're, we're required to do all four sessions of GABF on the, on the floor at the beer wow. festival itself. So we're going to have to run around and taste all the, who knows, Jester King and, you know, all the cool so you're you're not one of them dudes that like has the list on the schedule of the I shit did last that you want to yeah, yeah so there's an app that I downloaded that t- tells you every beer from every brewery and I just made a short list man I went and were stood, you able to hit all the ones you yeah, wanted yeah dude I went and stood in line and um, I'll be honest man one of my favorite beers uh, it'll was be tall grass to see him this year with yeah it's all grass it was it was uh, it was honestly dude it was wicked weed for Ambu's Mort. And everybody and, uh, loves Wicked Weed these well, everybody's days. Everybody's pissed at them now, I so know. I'm going to be really interested to see if they're even there or what they're doing. They have to be um, there, right? No, I mean, who knows? I mean, you, you know, I don't know. We'll you see. think there was that much uh, backlash they wouldn't show up to Gap? <laughs> I don't know, man. No, you're right, because last year, I mean, Ten Barrel was there on its own, and, you know, and, like, so AB brought up all those, uh, what do you call them, high-end brands. And explain the whole, in a nutshell, the Wicked Weed situation, bro. So All for right, people so, know what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so Wicked Weed was this um, this rock star sour brewery in, uh, I said was, they still Easy exist. Uh, but they're down in um, uh, Damn. Uh, Asheville. Is that, I've never been, is that South Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina thank you. Like Tar Heels. Yeah. I thought it was North Dakota. Dakota. All right, cool. So anyway, they they're like this darling of, of sourcraft beer, man. They were like in the cool kids club. And then they, they sold Wicked out. Weed. Wicked weed. Wicked yeah. Weed. And they sold out to Anheuser-Busch and people. The backlash was insane. Oh, Jester King did a regular collaboration with yeah. them. And as soon as that happened, Jester King was like, fuck you. We're done. We're never doing this again, which would have been an awesome collab. Yep. That is kind of strange because that was an interesting one when he mentions it, the letter out of Jester King, um, basically saying they weren't they weren't going to attend the wicked weed festival yeah, so wicked, wicked weed, weed ended funk, up having to funk, cancel their shit funky and sour only festival and it was like all the the best for you know the rare barrel was going and russian river was going and, and they all like pulled out you know and they all pulled out like, they pulled out like i do man oh. i'm just kidding terrible don't you have three kids sorry man you're terrible at that yeah <laughs> you're awful at that <laughs> i'm a <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say anything. Girls, more. I'm not touching this, that. Your daddy loves you very much. You were all planned out. <laughs> no, but um, it was interesting, right? That whole, you know, and I, it's like it's weird how how strange, like uh, how uh, serious people take the beer, right? I mean, Dude, it was, <laughs> people get. But it is. He, he mentioned it on the. It's livelihood. It's like this is our well, life. I've, I've but, said on this podcast before that you know this whole scene kind of reminds me of. I wasn't there for it, but it sounds like what you know punk rock went through in the seventies, and you know, just and and so people get super pissed when you sell out, man. If if they're passionate about insanely pissed, like yeah. ridiculous. Speaking of selling out, what would you, which would you say is the Number one sellout band of all time. Number one sellout band of all time. Like that went, that was like crazy. Because that's what you, you have to you do. You two? Not me. But no, I mean. Sorry, that was terrible. Ah, <laughs> really Dave Matthews band is what you're they saying? What about, what about the Steve Miller band? Abracadabra is not their song, <laughs> but that was their song. 
You know, this is that's a that's a Corey question. You hit us with the most sellout band of all time. You fucking balls deep in music. That's all you. You know the most obscure tracks. I said you too. Oh yeah. You think you too? You too, Metallica. I just went to the show. It was awesome, man. I think Metallica also could. Metallica was supposed to be heavy metal and don't fuck with us, and then they did something with the symphony, and that's cool and all, but if you're going to be Metallica, you have to be Metallica all the time. But but they're so good. You listen to their old shit. You listen to their old shit, and it's fucking unreal. Yeah, what's the best band that never sold out? I think Radiohead. Sonic Youth? Who? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. What do you know about Iron Maiden, bitch? Damn, look at that. Did you go to the show? Who's he talking to? Iron Maiden show? No. Because they sold out. Dude, Chief, you have to be a part of this, Chief. Who are you Instagramming? Oh, Kalachinga. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Paper towel, paper towel. So for those of you that don't know what happened, Grant just spilled all his beer. It was he the wire. Took the glass and threw it on the. Zoom. <laughs> yes, I was saving it from the wire. The wire pulled the big cup, and I saved that, and then it pulled the, I, on the bottle. I swear, I, I heard saved him that, say, and I missed KC the... Social sucks. When he did. <laughs> I can't verify that. I can't Dude, replay Ruben, it. I'm sorry, man. I'm that thing looks soaking wet. Yeah, that's what she said. All all I can say is that I'm surprised that's never happened before. <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking miracle, right? Man. Now, when I open the Zoom and it smells like beer, I'll remember this moment. Ruben, you need to go ahead and have like a a hip thing to where you can wear it on your hip. And and he got and he got and and he got beer on my remote control. More importantly, I always love it when people offer me suggestions on equipment that I need to buy. Corey's good at that too. Corey's like, you know what we need? We need we need some wireless shit. I, I never said what we need. I said what you need to get. It's right. totally different. How about yeah, I always love we switch topics really quick? Does anybody here watch NBA basketball? Oh, well. Yes, why? So, what? Carmelo Anthony to the Thunder. Yeah. Dwayne Wade to the Cavaliers. Yeah. I still think it's the Golden State Warriors league to lose. Yeah, well, because uh, the, the main issue with the Golden with the Oklahoma City Thunder is they have three chuckers and there's only one basketball. <laughs> and, and last time I checked, Carmelo doesn't play defense and... Or Paul Westbrook, nah, Westbrook plays a little, but but what do you hold on microphone? Hey, Ruben, you should put that in some rice. <laughs> that's fu- that's funny right there. I don't care who you are. And I turned off the Zoom while we were talking about basketball. Uh, <laughs> did you really? No, <laughs> I should have. Uh, all right. Eh, final thoughts. Everybody gets a final thought. Give it. Give it the yeah, mic first. How long, first how long have we been talking? Just an hour. Just right so we've hour. taken a tour around the world, and said, we'll bring it right, <laughs> right back to 
here in Kansas. I think the best beer we had was probably that Dueling Cherries. And I love that name that better than Monty. Montmorency. Dueling Cherries sounds like a better name, and they should change that stat. All right. So that's what I'm going with, Dueling Cherries. Yes, I love it. Sheev. Final thoughts, my man. You could get political now. It's already over. Uh. <laughs> um, well, considering I have to Photoshop this thing, I'll try. I'll say this. Uh, Mont. Montmore. Morency. Yeah. All we care about is basketball. Basketball. That's all we care about. <laughs> That's a good one. Has everyone, anyone said that to you before? No. no it's the first one. <laughs> I know. He's mad now. It's all right. He's a Texas fan. <laughs> Actually, I have two of my good friends that did ice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've shown up at, like, at one of their basketball games. with a, I have a red shirt, and I tape IU on it just to support them. That was a nice save, dude. Nice save. <laughs> but it was still hey, fun. But, hey, but who, who, but who remembers the Little Italy 500? Huh? You know what that's about? No. Breaking away. Oh. Dude, Dennis that's, Quaid. That's too old. Yeah, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid back in the day. Fucking Dennis Quaid, bro. With, <laughs> fucking with the Dennis cutters, Quaid. With the cutters. <laughs> and Kelly Leak. Kelly Leak. Kelly Leak. How could you listen to this? Do you know who this? loves Breaking Away? This is unlistenable. Oh, Do you know who loves Breaking Away? Bob. Bob. I can see that. I can see Bob liking that. And cryo fucking hops, bitch. All right, parting, yeah. parting thoughts, uh, Mr. Weiner. Parting thoughts. I really, I think my favorite, um, really like the Montmorency versus Balaton, but this Cellar 3, Belgique, uh, Baroque Belgique is incredible. Um, that almost killed somebody. Thanks for inviting me over, guys. We're not Appreciate done. It. We're not done. We're doing. Uh, we're doing the, 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 the Jester King Green Arrow Grisette. Oh, nice collaboration. Nice uh, Green Bench. You mean Green Bench? Green Bench. But um, uh, my parting words will be: uh, be excellent to each other. Go ahead. You for your parting thoughts, Corey. No, I mean I can't be excellent. I can't beat that shit, man. I'm, I'm good. Can't beat it. No. Um. Yeah. Everybody's already heard every. I it's fucking have said it's a ton hour. of shit. So yeah, we're right at an hour. Ed, parting thoughts. Do we know that that hour's right? Because there was beer all over it. It could be inaccurate. I think it's accurate. Uh, it's so working. It's just great to be here in Kansas City in the Overland Park area with friends, <laughs> drinking beer, <laughs> hanging out, having a good time. This is the best thing you can ask for anywhere. And I think oh, Austin hit it when beat we beat the hell out of Iowa State. Beat the Cyclones. Hook them. And then I, I think that uh, Austin said it when he was saying, like, all the shit that we covered in an hour. It was just an hour, and we are like, fucking covered a ton. A of and that's why people listen to the podcast, bro. You notice, you notice when the cork pop hit the, the asbestos ceiling that the asbestos flew everywhere? <laughs> nice. Catch you on that the That shit will never catch on fire. So, uh, say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey.